What if the Lord wasn't actually joking when he said, have no anxiety at all? I mean, the Lord obviously knew that these particular times were going to happen, that there would be crazy times, more peaceful times, crazy times, more peaceful times, and yet the Lord still said, have no anxiety at all. Like, not even a little bit. Not even like, you know, a simple ounce of worry. He's like, nothing. Zero. Zilch. Nada. Nothing. Now, I think a lot of times we confuse two words. And we kind of use them interchangeably. So it's good to kind of know what anxiety is because if the Lord's like have none of it, we better make sure we actually understand what he's saying, don't have any of this. Right, so you have anxiety, you have fear. Right, two different things that mean two separate things. Okay, so if you're anxious, anxiety lives in possibility. Right, so for instance, you are heading down a dark alley you're going to be anxious. Why? Because, you know, a lot of bad things could happen down a dark alley, right? You don't know. You don't know what can happen, right? There's a lot of possible kind of bad things that could happen. You'd feel anxious about walking down like a dark alley. Now, fear's a little different. Fear is always based in there's a real threat in the moment. I'm walking down the dark alley. A guy comes out, pulls a gun on me. Now I'm afraid. I'm not anxious anymore. I have zero anxiety. I'm just afraid. Because there's a guy right in front of me pointing a gun at my head. Now I have a threat in front of me. So anxiety always, my brothers and sisters, is dealing with possibility. Things that aren't even happening or haven't even happened or maybe they will, maybe they won't. Always in possibility. So the Lord's saying you are never ever to be anxious about something that has never happened. You are not supposed to be anxious about nothing. Literally. Don't be anxious about nothing. Because if it doesn't exist, it's nothing. And yet what happens so many times is we find ourselves so anxious about all these possible things that could happen. All these difficulties, all these sufferings. Well, what about this? What about that? Well, what if this happens? What about this? And we begin to actually allow this anxiety to run and to rule our lives where we're actually making choices based on possibilities rather than reality. Right? Like, you can have an anxiety about driving a car. Right? An anxiety of maybe getting into an accident. Are you in an accident? No. Are you even in the car? No. Why are you anxious about nothing? It's a possibility, right? So the Lord is saying, have no anxiety about things that don't exist. Now, if there's a real threat there, and it's a real threat, you know, maybe it's good. You should run, right? Like, that's fear. That's different in the sense of, like, if a bear's coming at me, I should probably run, right? I shouldn't be like, a bear. No, I should be like, a bear. Move that way, right? That's a proper response. But the Lord is not saying, hey, don't run from a bear. He's saying, don't have anxiety about nothing. A bear's real. This is not. Don't have anxiety about that which doesn't exist. Don't let nothing rule something. 
Now, how is that possible, right? Because again, we're living in times that seem to have our anxiety level super to the max. Everyone is freaking out. Just be honest. Everyone. Everyone is anxious. It's real. Of what could happen. I could get COVID. I could not get COVID. This could happen over here. What if they have this? What about this? What happens if this happens? My job. I don't know about this. Constant living in possibility. There's possibility all the time. Now, here's the thing. Anxiety begins to test and question our faith in Jesus. Because, okay, what if you got COVID? Does the Lord saying that he can work all things out for good change? Does the Lord saying that he can make all things new change? Does the Lord saying that I will never abandon you or leave you change? No. What about you get COVID and you possibly die? I'm afraid of dying. We're all going to die, but the reality is, don't you want to at some point for the sake of entering into heaven? Why should I be afraid of that which allows me to experience the goodness of God? Is there pain? Yes. But yet, why should I be afraid to when I know that I have eternal life? To be afraid of something happening that will happen at some point, but the reality is, you're, you're always going to be there with me. Why do I have anxiety about something that you said you're going to be there and have already taken care of? What happens if I'm suffering? You said you'll never leave me, abandon me, that you'll work all things out for good. Why am I, who, what if it happens? Nothing changes in our faith. Nothing changes, my brothers and sisters. This is the interesting reality. Anxiety tests our faith. Do we actually believe in what God has said? Do we believe that even if difficult things happen, because possibilities could become reality, but if they become reality, does that change the faith? No, it doesn't. It doesn't change who God is. And if it doesn't change who God is, it shouldn't change us in the present moment. It shouldn't change the way we're dealing with possibility because we're always seeing it from the reality of no. The Lord is here. He's with me. Even if difficult things happen, he has promised to make them good. If he can conquer death and rise from death, then I should not fear that which he already conquered. Which he promised to raise me on the last day. That even in my sickness and my suffering, the Lord can draw good from it. That he won't abandon me. That he won't leave me. That he is working all things for my good. This is the beautiful gift of our faith. Which is why the Lord is saying, don't have anxiety about anything. Why? Because I'm here. It's interesting. It says right before this line, rejoice. Again, I say rejoice. Have no anxiety at all, but, with ev but in everything, but in everything, prayer and petition with thanksgiving. So here are the two things, my brothers and sisters, that are necessary to break anxiety. So anxiety deals with possibility. The reality is you have to rejoice and you have to give thanks in the midst of prayer. Lord, this is really hard. I don't know what's going to happen, but you know what? I know that you're with me. I know that you're going to take care of it even right now. Lord, I praise you. I thank you. I thank you for the ability for me to trust you. I thank you for the opportunity in this moment. Whatever happens, Lord, I know that you're going to be there. I know you're going to take care of it. Even if the worst thing happens in the entire world, that won't change the fact that you won't leave me, that you'll still be with me in it. That's the difference. Because now we're not being ruled by a possibility. We're being ruled by reality. 
That's the difference, my brothers and sisters. We're never called to be ruled and reigned by something that doesn't exist, but only that which exists. And this is exists. The reality that God is here. God is with us. That he hasn't left us. That he hasn't abandoned us. That he is the healer. That he can heal all the different sufferings emotionally, physically, spiritually. That he desires to be able to be a part of every single aspect of our lives, my brothers and sisters. Yeah, we're not to have anxiety. We're not to be ruled and reigned by possibility when we have the true, real understanding of God is with us now. Even if this happens, even if the most thing that you're anxious about right now actually happens, does it change who God is? No. Does it change God's power? No. Does it change God's love for you? No. Does it change God's ability to draw good from it? No. But when we allow anxiety to change our belief in God, this is why it takes away peace, my brothers and sisters. This is why St. Paul flat out said, right, when you do this, when you rejoice, when you give thanksgiving, no anxiety at all, then the peace of Christ will guard your heart. A peace that surpasses all understanding. Why? Because I'm being ruled by the truth of Christ versus possibility. That even if this possibility goes up and goes down, it doesn't change the truth and the reality that I live in. But yet when we live in anxiety, my brothers and sisters, it begins to change our view, our relationship with God. Where what God should be stable, we reverse it. All the possibility is what actually is going to happen. But God, I'm not sure. God's this, and this possibility is like this. That's why you have, that's no peace. Why you're freaking out, you're unstable. You don't know what's going to happen. Because you're literally founding yourself on something that doesn't exist. It's not real. It's not what you're meant to build your house upon. It's not foundation. It's not a real solid rock. It's sand. That's the reality of the situation, my brothers and sisters. Why can we have no anxiety at all? It's because the fact is that we're living in reality. So I challenge you guys. Everyone's struggling with something. I'm sure you guys can literally name five different things that you might be struggling with or have anxiety with, whatever it might be, from school to work to COVID to health to bills, all these types of things. And they're real. And here's the thing, guys. Your experience of anxiety is real, amen. But the truth to what your anxiety is about is not. What you experience as anxiety is real, but what you're anxious about is not. Don't forget that. What you're experiencing as anxiety, yes, it's a real feeling. It's a real emotion. Your experience is valid, but the reality is what you are anxious about does not actually exist. It is not real. That's anxiety. Where anxiety always lives in possibility. And when that happens, my brothers and sisters, we can't let our emotion guide our reality. If the emotion is contrary to the truth, then we have to allow the truth to completely form our emotion. Just because we feel anxious, we should not let anxiety rule our life. But no, what am I anxious about? I'm anxious about this. 
I'm anxious about a new job. I'm anxious about suffering. I'm anxious about getting sick. I'm anxious about seeing my mom for the first time in a while or, or having this conversation. What if this happens? What if that happens? A lot of what ifs. Is it real? What's the truth? What if the worst thing happens? What's real? Will God be there? Can he take care of you? Do you believe in his love for you? Do you believe in it? A lot of times we can live in anxiety because we don't even believe that God loves us. We don't even believe that God cares about us, that he wants us, that he wants to take care of us. When we begin to believe that God loves us, it makes sense to not worry about anything. Why do I got to worry about something when I got the God of all the universe taking care of me? Do what you want, he'll take care of it. There's a difference, my brothers and sisters, when we live in that truth. That's the reality, that I'm loved, that you're loved by God. Not the real, maybe God loves me. What if God doesn't love me? That's a possibility. That's not reality. The truth is God loves you. If he didn't, he never would have sent his son. This is literally the image of the love of God the Father for you and every single person so that you can actually live a life without anxiety. That all the possibilities that you might have and think you might have don't actually exist because he has conquered all things. And his love for you is so amazing and so beautiful that he has said that no matter whatever happens, I will never leave you. I will always be with you. Even to the moment of your death and even at the moment of your death, I will be there to usher you into the place that I have prepared for you. Anxiety makes no sense when we live in truth, when we live in reality, my brothers and sisters. So I really encourage you, wherever you're at in your relationship with the Lord, in your own struggles and anxieties within your life, I begin to rejoice. Begin to thank the Lord in prayer. Lord, I'm struggling with this. I have this kind of going on. But you know what, Lord? I trust that you're going to take care of it because that's who you are that you love me. I want to thank you for your love. I want to thank you for making things new right now. I rejoice. I praise you. Thank you, Lord. I'm not going to be ruled by this. You are with me. That's the difference, my brothers and sisters. And if you struggle to begin to actually speak out and rejoice over your life and what he's doing, then you will begin to experience that anxiety and lack of peace. Peace will be stolen from your heart when you let anxiety rule. Possibility steals peace. Reality restores peace. The truth of God restores the peace which guards your heart from anything that's not of him. But the moment we begin to allow possibility, anxiety to rule and reign our life, it will begin to steal our peace, the truth of God, and it will get us in this crazy spider web of a mess. And it's horrible. Anyone that's ever experienced anxiety knows it's horrible. And that's not the freedom of Jesus Christ. My brothers and sisters, begin to be ruled and reigned by what's true. Figure out, if you don't know already, the truths of our faith, of who God is. Figure out those realities and truths that he is going to always be there. That he said he'll work all things out for good. That he has a plan for your life. It's a good plan. No matter whatever's happened, no matter what your past is, no matter whatever your sin is, the Lord can forgive it. The Lord can make things new. Doesn't matter what's happened. Just because this happened over here doesn't mean it's going to affect your present. The Lord can change everything. Whatever happens, the Lord can make it new. No matter the difficulty, no matter the suffering. Suffering. Listen, if he can conquer death, he can conquer any form of difficulty in your life. That's the reality. Because Jesus Christ rose, I don't have to have anxiety. Because I don't need to worry about that which doesn't exist. Because if it comes into existence, it's going to have to worry about me and my God.
That's the reality. If it comes into existence, then it will have to worry about me and my God. I'm not worrying about that which doesn't exist. But if it happens, then my God and I will deal with it together. Never forget that. Whatever happens in your life, you will deal with it with the Lord. If we walk away from the Lord, then we'll deal with it by ourselves. Then you should be scared. Then you should be anxious. My brothers and sisters, let us remain close and faithful to the Lord, trusting that he loves us and that he cares for us, not allowing possibility to rule and reign our lives, but the fact of what is true, what is real. And even if that possibility comes into existence, you will never have to deal with it alone. That the God of all the universe, the one who sent his son to die for you because he loves you, will be with you. His power will be upon you. His spirit will make all things new. And even in those difficulties, you will not be conquered. You can have peace when you live in truth, when you live in the reality of what's actually happening. And always and forever, my brothers and sisters, the main truth and main reality that we have to remember is that no matter whatever happens in our lives, God will never leave us. He will never abandon us. And that he is constantly working all things out for our good. And if our God and Father can transform the most gruesome death ever of his son, Jesus Christ, into the most beautiful gift of the resurrection, then any form of suffering, any form of difficulty, anything that ever happens in this world has no ability to take away my peace from the fact that my God, if can resurrect him, can resurrect me, can resurrect 2020, can resurrect every single thing that's happened in our lives. No anxiety. Why? Because I don't got to worry about that which doesn't exist. And if it does, that which exists has to worry about me and my God. That's the reality, my brothers and sisters. We don't live in anxiety because we don't live by which doesn't exist. God exists. He is real, not my anxiety. Focus on him, not what doesn't exist. Proclaim what's true, not what's not true. Always keep your eyes fixed on what is true. God, the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, madly in love with you, working all things out for your good. Don't look at what doesn't exist. Look at what does. Because what does is God, and he loves you forever and always. No anxiety, only peace. And only peace can be found in what's true. And what's true is the fact that we're not alone at all. We're not alone, my brothers and sisters. And this is why we can rejoice. And this is why we can thank the Lord. Because we can thank him every single morning and every single day. Because he's given us the gift of life. And he's given us the ability to conquer all things that happen. Because we don't got to do it alone. Christ has risen from the dead to banish all anxiety and fear in our lives. Because that which doesn't exist has no power, my brothers and sisters. No power. No power. Rejoice. Give thanks to the Lord. Focus on what's true. Don't let possibility run and rule your life. Let's begin to proclaim what's true, to believe in the goodness of our God more and more and more, and allow the peace of Christ, which surpasses all understanding, rule and guard our hearts always, so that nothing and no one, no possibility can ever take away that peace that God himself has given us in and through his son, Jesus Christ. Amen.
Let us now stand and offer our, let us now stand and proclaim our, profess our faith. I believe. Almighty. Trusting in God's merciful and abundant love, let us bring him our petitions. For all bishops, may the Holy Spirit continue to guide them in holiness. Let us pray to the Lord. For lawmakers, may the God of justice guide them in living out their duty with wisdom and a sense of service to all as they work together for a cure for COVID-19. Let us pray to the Lord. For all those who struggle in faith, May the Lord console them with his promises and help them in any unbelief. Let us pray to the Lord. For all of us gathered here, may the calling of Christ echo in our hearts, giving clarity to our desires and actions. Let us pray to the Lord. For our beloved dead, for Margaret Erizaga, Father Kieran Klaswowski, Maria Luisa Martinez, Marci Cordova, Doran Ruart, and son, Mark, and son Mark, may they be welcomed into God's kingdom. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. And for myself, uh, whom this Mass is offered, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. God of all graces, everything we have comes from you. We entrust to you the concerns of the world and ourselves, for we entrust them in the name of your Son, our Lord, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. 